Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're being talking about what crushing it looks like. Before we do that, though, let's talk about Priced.com. Priced.com is a powerful online web application that simplifies the acquisition process for real estate direct mail campaigns. Priced provides research tools and enables you to identify locations to mail, price your data, analyze over 1 million comps, pull owner records, and scrub your data to produce a ready to mail campaign list. So head on over to priced.com forward slash casual Fridays REI to start your seven day free trial and get discounted prices today. That's P R Y C D.com forward slash casual Fridays REI. Happy Monday. Hey, what's up, man? Nothing. Big week. It's the end of the week. It is. Oh, no, no, no. Still... Oh, no, no. Technically, it's Monday. <laughs> yeah, I think it's you're Monday. confused on like what we're doing here. Did you. You got your hair fixed or something? Is that why you're not wearing your. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering why you're not wearing your headphones. I was hoping it would stay on like with the head top part behind me, but it won't. We, I felt like I was having a good hair day. I didn't want to mess it up. <laughs> I was going to say, are we meeting somebody at Derek Allen that I don't know about? Well, we are meeting people and we're going out. I just want to look, you know, okay. got to look good. We're, uh, good hair day. You can't mess it up. You know? Hey man, I'm, I'm not judging here. I'm, I've got this big old scab on my nose. If you didn't notice, I noticed, but I wasn't going to, like, you weren't going to call me out on yeah, it. My, yeah. my lovely daughter decided at the track on Wednesday night at clinic to grab my nose. She just thought it'd be funny to pinch my nose. Well, she pinched it with her fingernail and it, cut it up and, <laughs> and so i'm sitting there and i was like man what is this warm like sensation i feel coming down my face i put my hand up and it's just a pool of blood in my hand so then i'm having to clean it off and it was just a total mess and i was just like yeah then they couldn't find a band-aid so i'm having just to sit around the clinic with a damn rag on my nose she gets kind of feisty she is well she just likes to she likes to play rough like mm-hmm. she doesn't understand her strength and she is just a ball of muscle for her for her like how small she is but she's just a ball of strength and muscle and energy. They're full of energy. They are both full of energy. Yes. And the bikes don't help. You would think <laughs> it would help. No, it just gives them more endurance, like to, to be more energetic for longer. I've been, uh, that reminds me, I've been watching this show called Shameless. Okay. And he, one of the characters has twins and uh, they're full of energy like mm-hmm. yours. And so he's been uh, taking them out at night and playing fetch like they're dogs. So <laughs> they'll throw the ball and make them run and get it until they're tired enough to go to sleep. Yeah. We start their day off with five laps around the pool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. we took them riding last night and they wanted to go down the hill but now we have Kaysen on his little bike chasing them around and we have to remind them to keep going forward because he'll try to turn around and chase after them so man that's a big big things happening I guess just I guess so living that family life getting <laughs> punched in the nose and <laughs> bloody noses and watching the kids grow so crushing it that's yeah. what we're talking about today it's man it's a I think there's a, a mix of perception and what goes on in, in our realm and our world and you know what it really looks like. And I, on the way over here today, I was talking to uh, one of our listeners and he came to a live event, uh, Landon, and he's telling me he's finishing up his first year and he just said, man, just stuff's been flying off the shelf. We have a deal funded with him and he uh, we're, we're closing that one. We think we paid 16, closed it for 29,000 and had it sold within like two weeks of us getting it under contract. So, I mean, it was sold before we closed, dealing with the whole rigmarole attorneys and whatnot, but you know, a testament to him, his first year, he's looking at making a really nice profit on everything, and it would replace what most teachers and most people make in a year. 
Mm-hmm. You said something earlier. That's great for yeah. Landon, man. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that stuff. Perception, right? Like yeah. the perception of what is killing it. Yeah. You can put 10 people in a room. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to have a different idea of what that's going to be. 100%. And I don't know why, but perception has been like that on my mind so much lately because you really start to think like you have this idea of what's in your head and then uh-huh. someone can think totally, completely different, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it's about yourself, like you can see something about yourself, yeah. but the rest of the world can see you completely different. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. It's just so, mind blowing. But So what is crushing it to you and what would you be your perception of that? Crushing it to me would be making as most money as possible. I don't know. What I like, let's, I'm going to say, do you want a number? No, I, I want you to, I want, your, I want crushing you to it to me would be able to make a number that I feel very comfortable in life by working as little and being able to enjoy life's freedoms, do whatever I want the most. Okay. So I, crushing it in life doesn't mean to me that I'm doing 150 deals a year. Okay. Okay. If I did seven deals, made 20 grand on each one of them and I'm working 15 hours a week. Yeah. That's crushing it to me, man. I, I, I like that. I, I think people like this arbitrary number and we've seen, you know, over the years we've heard people say, Oh, I'm going to make 10,000 a month passive and I'm going to be doing this and be doing that. And that was a, an idea of a number for us that, you know, frankly, when you started that, Hey, I'd love to make that kind of money passively mm-hmm. and not have to work about it or have that set up for the next 10 years and be in a good shape. And I, I still think that this, that's a good thing. I think people miss the idea of, to me, when you said perception, when I look at other people's situation, I know what my situation was. Uh, starting out and going full time into this really quickly, but seeing what some of these people do part time, and I think, man, they're really they're really doing well. You know, if they sell a deal a month and they make anywhere from twenty five hundred to ten thousand dollars a month extra, to me, that's crushing it. That's them, you know, having a extra thirty five thousand dollar a year job or extra seventy five or extra hundred thousand dollars a year coming in. That's doing something that's lighting that fire for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Cause I was real hesitant to like throw a number on this. Right. I know people love to hear numbers when you're listening to the show, Mm -hmm. but for me, as long as I'm making enough money to not worry about bills, Mm -hmm. right. That could be 2000 over 3000 over what I need. Right. Mm -hmm. Or the double and then just freedom. Okay. You know, not have to worry about anything. That's crushing it to me. So, so, but that almost sounds like you're talking about a full-time investor. What about somebody that's loves their job is doing it? But that's my perception. Yeah. I I get that. I get that. So if you had to send you, you had to, if I had to cut your perception in half to somebody that has a job and they love their job, they don't want to leave it. What would be crushing it for you as a part-time investor? I don't know. Not losing money. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing it and having fun and not yeah. losing money. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, you know, I, I me and my, my wife yesterday asked me if we were poor again because she saw my buy board had a ton of property and uh, we did put that piece of property under contract that we kind of alluded to last week. I got it under contract and start the process of the development phase of that, the building. So it's a, you know, she asking me that and I'm like, you know, the, as I'm talking to somebody uh, earlier this week, we're explaining kind of how the business snowballs and, you know, you have 300, $400,000 in escrow to buy. You have a couple hundred thousand and sell escrow. And then you have inventory of a couple hundred grand and you don't realize how much it's snowballed and continued to grow over the, over the three, four, five years. And, you know, you, sometimes you don't realize that you're actually crushing it when it feels like you're always worried about that next deal. And, you know, to me, I, I think for me to understand the crushing of pieces, I have to get to a point where I'm not so worried about today or tomorrow. If I hold a property a year, two years, if I'm able to peel off money and put in some long-term plays, then to me, that's crushing it. And I don't know how else to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how to say it for you either. I'm okay. trying to think. Yeah. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Hopefully it comes across on the show, but yeah, it's just, it's interesting. You know, I, going back to that $10,000 mark, I don't mm-hmm. know 
maybe it's just marketing or something, but that just seems to be the the number in real estate investing, yeah. right? Get to that ten thousand month cash flow, and it's been yeah. around for years and years. And when you talk to any new person, they always say, "Well, I want to get to ten thousand a month." Yeah, but do you, is that what they need? I couldn't answer it. Everybody's yeah. different. I need between five and six thousand dollars a month to be comfortable. My goal for land mule is ten thousand dollars a month in profit, not counting notes. And we hit that some months. Some months we blow it out of the water. At the end of the year, we we typically blow it out of the water. But then I have three other companies that are all generating revenue as well. So, you know, I want to believe that every month I can get a few months farther ahead without having to worry about bills. And I can create that that nut to be bigger, if you will. The so-called, you know, your proverbial egg, your nest egg, and it keeps getting bigger and bigger. And you're able to do more things, live a little bit more comfortable, like you said, the freedom piece. But, you know, if you're making money and you're having fun and you're enjoying what you're doing, to me, that's crushing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of the motorcycle trip we've been talking about and mm-hmm. trying to plan, right? Yeah. And so crushing it to me is us saying, hey, you want to go ride adventure bikes across Colorado in two weeks? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, let's go. Let's go. Right? If you, you know, if you're, in my opinion, you're crushing it, if you can say, yep, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to add a layer to that. When your dumbass friend never got his motorcycle <laughs> stamp, and so he has to buy a motorcycle <laughs> to go ride this trip, that is yeah. crushing it. Yeah. And just to be clear, the dumbass friend is not me. No, is, is it? no, it's the guy sitting on the other side of the the, <laughs> the, the studio, one saying the, the studio the studio yeah. from you that has to uh, has been riding motorcycles for twenty years. It took the written test, couldn't take the the driving test because none of his friends' cars could pass at the time, and never got his motorcycle stamped. So he can't rent a bike, and they can't have a friend that owns a dealership demo me a bike because I can't put that liability. I just wouldn't even ask that. That's just not in my nature to put liability on somebody like that. So. I get to buy a bike, but I'm not not used to not flipping motorcycles. I, I've flipped a ton of motorcycles, so I'll buy a bike at a decent price, ride it, and as, as long as I don't lose over $1,000 on it, it would have cost me the same as renting a bike, mm-hmm. just a little bit of time. Yeah, and as long as you don't flip it sideways on it, upside down. I'm not worried about me. I'm more worried about you <laughs> on this bike. I'm not worried about me. Why are you worried about me? When's the last time you rode a dirt bike? When's, When's the last time you rode a dirt bike? Uh, within the last two years, I've, probably, I've been on a dirt bike in the last two years. You have not. Yes, I have. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll get some live video. It looks like Aaron actually. I just got texted. He just got cleared from the doctor, so he is good to ride. Um, so we'll have some updates on that. So hopefully, we can get that all lined out and ironed out. Well, I think we kind of that's, that's crushing it. it. Yeah, it's crushing it. I mean, I I, I get it. That's so. Uh, let's uh, let's wrap it up here for the day and get on with the week. All right, then. Uh, well, that's Monday, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you're having a good Monday. And as always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you listen to us. Like, rate, review, subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you Wednesday. See you guys.